Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Oh, Glenn. You're like our star picture. You were blew the roof off the of sexy liberal DC. You're gonna, you know, rest. You're gonna rest your arm during Chicago sexy liberal tomorrow, and then you'll be back for sexy liberal LA, October 26th. Yes, you're bringing me out of the bullpen. I appreciate that, Steph. <laughs> Someone posted your super hot football picture again yesterday on Twitter. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> so, oh my God, we're just in a good mood, right? Because it's been a good week for justice. So where do we even start? So I, this is a legal term, but Judge Deary has had very enough of Donald Trump's bull at this point, it seems. Is that legally, am I, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, what a colossal miscalculation of Donald Trump to recommend Judge Deary to oversee, you know, the review of the documents he stole from the federal government. Because, you know, the adults are back in the room when it comes to the federal judges that are now presiding, both the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals and in New York, Judge Deary, that are now presiding over Donald Trump's crimes. And I'll tell you, Donald Trump is in deep trouble. Judge Deary told him, put up or shut up when it comes to these ridiculous claims that the FBI planted classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. So we are now on a very good track in this litigation well it is the stuff we all laugh about but you're right when this meets the cold hard day of of a courtroom and a judge how are you how could you declassify stuff that you say the fbi planted <laughs> i mean it, it's all of it i mean just the way it gets more ridiculous by the day that oh i declassified it just by thinking about it i mean it, it's this 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 is what happens when you know you, you meet the uh the law right in court you can't say all the stuff he says on twitter and whatever his lawyers say on tv right yeah and you know what he may think that momentarily this nonsense plays with his base but donald trump's every word will be admissible against him in court as a statement of a party opponent under the rules of evidence so part of me says let him keep talking right well yes and you said by simply thinking it into declassification trump didn't even have to use the cone of silence <laughs> it's hard to know what other terms he might he might throw out but so let's talk about um you said in reversing judge cannon's horrific ruling the appeals court states that what was obvious to everyone other than judge cannon so tell us what happened on that front yeah so you know usually in my experience steph appellate judges um usually go easy on district court judges when they 
think that the district court judge like Judge Cannon made a mistake. They use all these gentle euphemisms to suggest the judge could have come to a different decision. Not the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, including two Trump appointees. They slammed Judge Cannon. They said things like she arguably abused her discretion by even exercising jurisdiction, by even wading into this, um, you know, this territory where she used her judicial power to tell a co-equal branch of government, the executive branch, the Department of Justice, the FBI, do not investigate Donald Trump's crimes as they pertain to these classified documents. I mean, when appellate courts say you abused your discretion, you should not have even exercised jurisdiction, that's the appellate court judges basically saying you are not very good at this judging thing, Aileen Cannon. So, uh, so obviously that part, because I mean, how can you not make a case that this is national security, that that right. part must go forward, right? Yeah. And she's apparently a classified documents denier. She said, I, I don't even know that I believe the Department of Justice and the FBI when they tell me, including in sworn affidavits, that they seized more than 100 classified documents from Donald Trump. So I said, maybe somebody should ask her who she thinks won the presidential election. Is right. she elect an election denier as well? Right, right. So you also said important new data point. Trump's lawyers refused to tell Special Master Judge Jerry if Trump actually declassified anything because it would hurt their defense to the merits of any subsequent indictment. Uh, hang in there, friends. Indictments are coming. I mean, it says to me, Trump's lawyers know he's going to be indicted, doesn't it? Yeah, what a tell when they when they use as a basis to refuse to answer Judge Deary's question, the fact that it would hurt them in defending Donald Trump when he's indicted. Come on now. You don't have to read between the lines there. And I said, this may be the first time I ever agreed with any of Donald Trump's criminal defense attorneys yeah. that indictments are coming. Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, let's turn to the let's turn to Tish James because that's just fun. <laughs> you said it's a good day for accountability and the rule of law. First, New York AG uh, James brings a suit against the Trumps for rampant fraud. Then the Eleventh Circuit reverses Cannon's ruling. Let's uh, the DOJ resume criminal investigation into classified docs. But let's I mean let's talk about this Tish James thing. I I have to say as much as we sort of knew all this, 
I mean, Michael Cohen laid it all out and brought receipts to Congress. I, I, I think even I was sort of stunned at the breadth and depth of what she laid out yesterday. Right. It, it is yeah, such... not, not only that, but, you know, she is my hero at this point because the way she presented it in her press conference, you know, it, 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 no, no histrionics. But, boy, there were some hard facts that we can all grab hold of and understand. Um, so when she says things like, you know, Donald Trump committed fraud and it was and it's a crime, by the way. And that's why we're referring it to the U.S. attorneys in Manhattan, the Southern District of New York for potential prosecution. And that's why we're referring it to the Internal Revenue Service for a criminal investigation into his federal tax fraud. But she said, you know, he did things like claim in, you know, documents and records that he certified that his apartment has 30,000 square feet when it has less than 11,000 square feet. You know what? It doesn't take an accountant or an engineer to figure out that is criminal when you're making those representations to banks or seeking loans or for insurance purposes. That's flat out fraud. So you know what? She's got the goods. She's got the witnesses who can deliver the goods. And this certainly puts a nail in the coffin of the Trump organization. And it will hold accountable civilly, not criminally, but it will hold accountable Trump, Don Jr., Ivanka, Eric, Alan Weisselberg and Jeff McConaughey. But Bill Barr says they're just children, and that's not fair. Well, if Bill Barr says it, I guess we should all take it to the bank because <laughs> he's never been known to misrepresent anything in his zeal to defend Donald Trump. Yeah. So much for his rehabilitation yeah. tour. Um, so, Glenn, uh, where, where was? Uh, sorry, what was the thing you were just talking about? Is I, there's so many questions with like each? There, there's so many things happening at once, right? It's hard yeah. to even keep track. So, because we were talking about the Trump lawyers in D.C. court about the January 6th investigation yesterday, and um, yeah. I just loved hearing that someone besides you and I is impatient within the Justice Department. Lisa Monaco <laughs> apparently is pushing uh, them to, you know, that that's what that meeting was about. Is about the J6 investigation. Yeah, let's pick up the pace because, you know, we've got the boots of the insurrection under control. I will be attending and covering for MSNBC the first um, the first seditious conspiracy trial, which kicks off this week, jury selection on Tuesday. Um, So we're making our way through the boots of the insurrection. But for gosh sakes, let's start indicting the suits of the insurrection. I can't understand why we've seen no indictments of treasonous lawyer John Eastman or, you know, nefarious DOJ lawyer Jeffrey Clark, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Flynn, you know, and the others. Let's start getting after the suits of the insurrection. And I think that's where DOJ is headed next. How does Sidney Powell get out of, speaking of which, uh, skipping her grand jury appearance in Georgia? Uh, Which, by the way, that's another whole... Another whole like part of the Georgia thing, the grand jury wants to ask her about an involvement in an incident in South Georgia the, where video shows people being led into the county elections office to download elections data from voting machines on an election server. Um, state investigators call it criminal behavior. Sidney Powell paid for all of that. And she just doesn't show up. So, yeah, yeah, Sydney Powell, we got a runner, you know, and I, let, let's let's uh, she's let's slow, though. She'll never, she won't get far. I see the hound dogs running through, you know, swamps, tracking down the Kraken. I mean, this has all the makings of a holiday, uh, of a a Hollywood blockbuster, Isn't someone going to say she won't get far on foot? (laughs) 
Yeah, we got a runner. Yeah, she she won't get far. So I suspect they're going to say, oh, there was some confusion about the date. And yeah. she'll appear. She didn't want to be running from the Georgia law enforcement authorities that will be Stop. assigned to, to lock her up for failing to appear before the grand jury. Yes. Well, so speaking of lawyers, I, Donald Trump continues to be a prosecutor's dream, right? I mean, this, this Hannity interview it's not just laughable, right? It's also, he tried to say, oh, no, we had disclaimers on all those things, you know. To, and yeah. Michael Cohen said, again, BS. There's no there's no disclaimer to, you know, banks or insurance companies or whatever, right? Yeah, and, and first of all, the 11th Circuit took on the declassification nonsense. They said, first of all, there is zero evidence that he declassified anything. And more importantly, the 11th Circuit said, declassification is a red herring because whether he did or he didn't he still stole the documents so right. you know i don't know what audience donald trump thinks he's talking to when he says i can magically think documents declassified and poof they are declassified but what i can tell you is the way prosecutors will use that statement in court those statements that maybe i thunk them declassified is actually an admission that he didn't declassify anything because in 2019 step he declassified some things and he did it in accordance with the rules procedures and protocols everything got yeah. stamped declassified so he knows how to do it so these ramblings on hannity are actually admissible admissions yeah carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at carmax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So tell us what this in effect means, because basically the headline is Trump appointed judge backtracks on our previous ruling after 11th Circuit delivers stinging rebuke, as you've been talking about. But so doesn't that mean that Trump didn't achieve his major objective, which was delay? I mean, it's they're going forward now, right, with the um, classified documents. Yeah, he didn't. He portion. delayed it for a couple of weeks, which is pretty much all, all he did. But But the other thing that's really good that I think we can tease out of this is the 11th Circuit asked him to file his brief responding to the government's assertions on Tuesday. It was a 40-page brief. On Wednesday, the 11th Circuit said, you lose. DOJ, go back to investigating those classified documents. So the federal courts seem to be rising to the moment. They seem to appreciate the urgency of doing everything promptly rather than playing Donald Trump's game of delaying things endlessly, trying to run out the clock. Yeah. Um, let's talk to one more thing before we uh, move on, because I this obviously where what you got famous for on The Daily Show, even more famous than you already are <laughs> talking about Ron DeSantis and uh, kidnapping and the term uh, inveiglement. Um, but you also said him saying, oh, well, we need to 
do it from Texas because there's not many people coming in here just in onesies or twosies into Florida. And you said this may be the single worst offense ever to the federal crime of kidnapping by inveiglement. Looks like DeSantis is going to go through some things. Um, Tell us what you, because you also said directly to the DOJ on Twitter, you said, please, DOJ, take this on. These asylum seekers were following the rules set for them by the federal government. They were lied to, deceived, and misled by state government officials, then transported across straight lines. This is not merely cruel. It appears to be criminal. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is going to happen? Because DOJ is different than a Texas sheriff or, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of the Muslim ban when people who had done everything our country asked them to do on the immigration front took off in airplanes and then Trump signed that hateful Muslim ban. And when they landed, they were, quote, illegal. They were in violation of the United States laws and procedures. That's obscene and abusive of human beings. What DeSantis did is the same thing. He took asylum seekers who were doing precisely what we asked them to do when they come here seeking asylum and Ron DeSantis committed crimes against them. He didn't just pull a political stunt. He victimized them. He took people who were doing everything right in accordance with what we asked them to do. He kidnapped them by lying to them. He transported them to a place, Martha's Vineyard, where he then dropped them with nothing. He He revoked and reneged on every promise he made to them to get them to move from point A to point B. That's why I said it, I, and I investigated cases like this. That is kidnapping yeah. under the federal law. When we think of kidnapping, we think, okay, you tie somebody up, you throw them in the trunk of your car, you take them somewhere to a, to a home and you do horrible things to them. Yes, that is kidnapping by physical force. But if anybody reads the federal law, there is kidnapping by inveiglement. Funny yeah. word I know, but all it means is that you cause somebody to move from point A to point B by lies, by deception, deceit, by false promises. The reason I said, DOJ, please take this up is not because they were asylum seekers or they're necessarily civil rights violations, but because it directly violates the federal law of kidnapping another by inveiglement and transporting them across state lines. This yep. is not that tough a case yep. to prove. Yep. <clears throat> um, I was going to, yeah, I was going to say the DOJ is looking like Lucy and Ethel in the chocolate factory between what Tish James dropped on their doorstep yeah. <laughs> and this. Um, real quick, it seems like uh, Al- Alvin Bragg was woken up from a nap of some sort <laughs> by Tish James as well. What do you think is happening yeah. there? He was like, what? Huh? Oh, no, we're, I'm still on it. We're on it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, too little, may, too if late nothing sport, else, but, right, if nothing else, it makes him look really bad. I mean, how did really Manhattan, does. How did Manhattan not? Tish, yeah, I think Tish James highlighted the um, the really I'm, I'm trying to find a nice word that won't get bleeped. The really poor decision Alvin Bragg made yeah. when he decided to kill the Donald Trump investigation, which he did over the objection of really experienced prosecutors who advised Alvin Bragg when he arrived as district attorney at the Manhattan DA's office, we have enough evidence to both indict and convict Donald Trump of crimes. He said, I'm not feeling it, and he killed the investigation. Well, Tish James has highlighted what a poor decision that was, and Bragg is playing catch-up, or at least pretending to play catch-up by saying, oh, wait, 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 
I'm still investigating Trump. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, Glenn Kirshner, I uh, thought it into uh, existence. I thought it, I thought it, and then I declassified the information that you will also be at Sexy Liberal LA along with Chairman Adam Schiff and Rob Reiner, October 22nd. <laughs> I can't wait, Steph. I can't wait. We can't wait either. <laughs> see how I did that? Yeah. I just, right? My superpowers declassified that information. Love you, Glenn Kirshner. <laughs> see you. Love you, see Steph. You see you guys. All right.